Talk 104.1. I am Nick Reed. Welcome, everyone. It is none other than the Friday Road Show here at Scramblers. Uh, every Friday, barring you know unforeseen circumstances, holidays, and so forth, we uh, do the show out here. It's sponsored by Affordable Towing, and uh, this is a special annual Nick's Favorite Things Day, sponsored by Foreman Mechanical Heating and Air, where we uh, are going to spend the day hitting some local businesses, highlighting those local businesses. There's great places to do Christmas shopping, and we'll highlight a certain gift idea. We're going to... Uh, be provided transportation from Corwin, uh, Springfield, and in, in Republic, and uh, they're going to bounce us around from places like Just for Him, ABC Books, Quick Draw Gun, which is actually in Monette, and, and Ming Auto Beauty Center, uh, Aviary for lunch, and then we're going to wrap things up at Retro Metro, our Christmas party, KSGF Christmas party from 4 to 6. It's happy hour as well, so you're all invited. And the different gift idea we highlight at each of these locations, uh, we're going to give that away. We're going to give uh, all of them away to one person at the end of our Christmas party. So love for you to come out. Retro Metro is here on Republic Road down Republic and Cox. The doors do open at 4. And I don't know. It's a private event. We have the restaurant to ourselves. KSGF does. So if there's, I don't know if there will be some signage on the door that says close for private event. If it does, you are invited. You are part of that private event tonight from 4 to 6. And it's come and go as you please. So you don't have to be there at 4 o'clock. I know a lot of folks don't get off until 5 o'clock or so. And, uh... Uh, we'd love for you to come by. It'd be a great opportunity to hang out before Christmas and uh, the last time before the new year, in fact. Jason Ryman now with the latest news update. Health officials with the Springfield Green County Health Department say they're concerned after nearly 900 cases of the flu were reported last month. It's a new record for the most flu cases during the month of November in 20 years. Last month we received 876 cases. The next closest year was 2009 during the H1N1 pandemic, and in that November, we got 230 cases. So that shows you what we're seeing and why we're concerned. Kendra Finley is the Administrator of Communicable Diseases for the Health Department. She says it's unclear if this is the peak or the start of a historic surge in flu cases. A man involved in a deadly shooting in July at Anchor Tactical Supply in Springfield has pleaded guilty to three counts of stealing a firearm. 20-year-old Jonathan Peace says he wanted to return the guns that he took from the store the day before with 20-year-old Zachary Cano. But 25-year-old Colin Loderhose recognized at least one of the men and escorted them out. Peace told police that Cano shot Loderhose to death on the parking lot of that business. Cano says the shooting was self-defense. Springfield police are looking for a gunman who fired a shot through a home in the 1200 block of West Livingston last night, leaving one man hurt. An autopsy shows no signs of trauma to a man who was found dead inside a burning home in Monette this week. And the deaths of a man and woman at a home near Miller have been ruled a murder-suicide. I'm Jason Rima, Springfield's Talk, 104.1. First alert forecast, there is a wind advisory until 6 o'clock tonight. Otherwise, a cloudy day, high of 62. Slight chance of rain, 28 tonight. Sunny, 43 tomorrow, 47 on Sunday. We got one character here. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. Anthony character joining us this morning. I want a great home loan.com. Flying solo. Yep. All right. Well, Don ended up uh, catching a cold. Oh, so no. Cold or flu. Everyone's got the flu. Every, everyone's flu in it. Yeah. I think that's, luckily, uh, that's cool I've avoided it. it so far. 
as Keep have I, crossed. and I will. I got the immune system of a beast. I just try and be antisocial outside of work engagements. So yeah, I guess you, know, that's you don't see do people, well. you don't get sick, that's, right? Yeah, I. Yeah, I guess you could get some animal to human disease. Yeah, those are uh, few and far in between, so hopefully I'm avoiding any uh, bats and whatnot. Yeah, COVID. Got COVID. So what's going on in the world of IWantAGreatHomeLoan.com? Well, kind of finishing out the year as usual. Rates are still up above where we want to see Mm -hmm. them. But in that vein, we are, like we've talked about, expecting to see those rates come down next year. And something we haven't thought about and wanted to mention is you're going to be getting a lot of spam mail, folks, Um, especially those who bought a home in 2022. Be aware of all of the offers you're going to start getting the moment those rates drop. Why is that? Well, all the mortgage industry, you know, people just like us know that when the recession officially gets declared and, you know, we're officially in it, it is going to cause mortgage rates to drop because that's just okay. kind of the pattern that that follows throughout history. One exception being the 0708 nonsense, but that was a fluke and we can get into that more later. But when those rates drop, all these investors are going to start hitting people who are in these, you know, five, sixes, sevens and trying to offer them introductory rates or, you know, special deals, but they aren't necessarily going to tell you up front how you're getting that deal. So definitely keep an eye out for anything that's, you know, too good to be true on paper or in your emails or do the smart thing and just bring whatever you get on over to Don and I or Alex and I, and we'll take a look at it for you and we'll sit down and take a look at the whole picture and basically think of us like Don has always said, as your doctor's second opinion. Those deals might be real. You might be able to save some great money. It might be a scenario where they want to charge you $10,000 in points up front on the loan to get you that better rate. And we might be able to put you in a more realistic, better position than something like that. Well, and I want to, um, one last thing here before uh, we go over to traffic. You you mentioned that next year, well, interest rates are still a little high, higher than we want. Uh, we hope or expect they'll come down next year. So some people that may be thinking about uh, looking to purchase a new home now, they may think, oh, well, I, I should wait then. But that's not necessarily the case. Not necessarily. You're correct. Because right now we're seeing a little bit of... Uh, cushion on on the buy side for things we aren't seeing properties going for above full price anymore we're seeing you know for the most part things are selling back within reasonable levels and part of the cause for that is because those higher rates have kicked some buyers out of the market now that there's not nearly as much demand there's a little more supply in that sense i mean we're still super short on inventory so that's not going to change and once these rates drop it's going to flood the market with all these people who are thinking well i'm just going to wait until those rates are back down and then i'll buy so the supply and demand component could make it more difficult next year correct and there's no reason that you know in six months from the time you purchase that house you can't refi it if rates are lower then so get into the house now what do you say what is it um Marry the house, date the rate. That's right. I always like that. All right. Awesome. Well, uh, I guess we'll see you later, maybe. I don't know if you guys are going to be able to come by. sounds like Don's under the weather. Uh, We've got our uh, company Christmas party this afternoon. Well, just bring it on over to ours. Just bring it on over. We'll merge them together. It'll be one giant Christmas (laughs) mayhem. Well, have a great time. I appreciate Uh, that. Thank you. Anthony Carricker. I want a great homeloan.com because you do now the latest traffic update. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Oh, yeah, it's all yours. 
And a good morning, friends. My name is Nick Reed. All our building company, O-L-L-E-R. As, you know, we're talking with Alex Carricker uh, about people in the need sometimes to purchase a new home. And for some folks, that's what they want. When they say new home, not new to them, but brand spanking new. They don't want to worry, and this may be you. Like, I, I don't want to redecorate. I don't want to have to go in and like, oh, we're going to have to change this and change that. Some people love doing that. I mean, that, that's just their thing. But then there are others that, nope, don't want it at all. And if that's you, then all our building company, they are the folks for you. Ground up and the showroom floor, you go in and and uh, they just build a brand new one. And that's where you, you, you make it your home. Uh, you pick out the color schemes, the feel, the, the cabinetry, the backsplashes, the, the countertops. And that way, that first day you walk in, it is exactly the way that you want it. Aller Building Company, O-L-L-E-R. Now, here is a very interesting story from the Daily Caller. I'm not sure if you recall the name Chris Beck. Most likely not. This was some time ago. He was a Navy SEAL that became a real celebrity because he transitioned as a Navy SEAL to Kristen Beck. Well... Kristen is going back to Chris, evidently. Former Navy SEAL Chris Beck, known as the transgender woman Kristen Beck, detransitioning back to being a man, he said in an interview yesterday. He was interviewed by political commentator Robbie Starbuck about his detransition. The interview covered, quote, how the VA provided doctor convinced him he was trans in a one-hour session. How the VA doctor hatched a deal to release a book together. How CNN used him. And most importantly, he wants to warn children who could be harmed next. This according to the show summary. He told the interviewer that he is not transgender and used his confusion as an example as why psychologists should not push the transgender agenda onto children. Beck claimed in an interview that it took an one single hour-long session at the Department of Veteran Affairs for him to be recommended hormones, which he has now been off for seven years. He went on to break down the effects of the hormones used for the transition to his body. Beck was turned into a national figure when he came out as transgender in a 2013 CNN interview with Anderson Cooper. Now, do you, th- you think Anderson Cooper is going to have him back to talk about this? Now, to me, if this is an area of interest, the world of of transgender and educating people, and we collectively are going through this journey and and we're all learning, that's what we're told it's about, right? When Anderson Cooper sits down with somebody who is uh, a Navy SEAL that is transitioning, that this is all about us learning and so forth, if that's really what the point is, is it not just as significant When that same person says, you know what, actually, this is how I got there. I'm going back to learn about that. I suspect, though, that will not be a focus because that isn't the point in the first place. The point isn't simply about covering what's happening, but taking certain events and using them to promote certain ideology. So this this particular interview came after he co-wrote the book Warrior Princess with psychologist Anne Speckard. The book detailed him coming out as transgender. He warned viewers in the interview not to believe anything CNN said about him because he claims that they, quote, used him and destroyed his life over the past decade. 
He also accused Speckard of manipulating him into becoming transgender and writing the book. In the interview, he claimed that she, quote, love-bombed him in the beginning and allegedly expressed her excitement about the book turning her into a millionaire. He later recalled how he tried to stop the book from being published because of doubts he was having. He said that he remembered not knowing the book was published until he received a phone call from a friend. The next day, he said he was swarmed by media outlets, including CNN. Beck talked about being propagandized and used, and how he was used badly by a lot of people because he was naive. He went on to cite gender ideology as one of the reasons why people are becoming transgender, adding that confused children are being talked into this and will not listen to people like himself. Beck served in the Navy SEALs for 20 years on special operations teams, including the famed SEAL Team 6. Over the course of 13 deployments, he reserved, received over 50 awards and medals for his service, including the Bronze Star with Valor and the Purple Heart, according to his bio or his speaker bio. Now, I've always been pretty consistent when it comes to people and what they, as adults, do to their own bodies. I don't really care. It makes no difference to me whatsoever. You can do whatever you want. You can enhance things. You can dehance things. You can tattoo things. You can whatever. It doesn't make a bit of difference to me. That's your your body. But that's not what this is about. And what we're hearing more and more are from individuals. And this is one who transitioned as an adult, which is a little bit different than uh, what we hear so much from kids that transitioned and then as adults transitioned back and how they are they all have the same message. They were talked into this. That these life-altering procedures sometimes are recommended after an hour Zoom call. You realize that is less time than many of us go through during a job application and interview process between filling out the applications and and the background checks and then you have an interview and and i'm not even talking about high security jobs but just run-of-the-mill jobs i know to work with us it's collectively the efforts more than an hour uh and in some of the jobs probably much more than that and that we have people that are given license as medical professionals that after hour-long or sometimes less Zoom calls telling children that they shouldn't take these steps and the fact that we keep ignoring those very people when they say they're victims. Imagine, here's here's an interesting comparison and contrast because it has to do with the change, physical changes to the body. You know, there was a movie that was made starring David Schwimmer called Breast Man years ago, and it was all about the breast implant um, industry and how uh, you had these people come up with these new sort of, uh, uh, you know, breast enhancements, breast implants, and, you know, over time they would get sued because you may remember hearing about this. Some of them ruptured, some uh, of uh, the recipients of them, their bodies rejected them and so forth, and the whole theme of the movie is that you had these people in an industry that were accused of coaxing women into changing their bodies so they would feel more comfortable 
that they would feel more like they really are a woman before they actually knew what the dangers of it could be. And then when women were coming forward because they were having medical issues due to ruptured implants or some sort of body rejection issue, it was largely ignored. It was covered up. And it's fascinating that you look at what's happening today. And and a lot of the similarities. But that particular time when it came to those early years of breast implants, they were totally demonized. Uh, as as reckless people that should be in prison, uh, these are horrible people that, for the sake of profit, were uh, uh, hiding information and convincing unsuspecting women that the procedures were totally safe and that they would be so happy because they would finally feel uh, that they had the body that fit their personality and so forth. Yet today, when we are talking about young people having total and complete irreversibly reversible things done to their body. And those individuals are coming out and trying to warn others, saying this is wrong, this stuff needs to stop. If adults want to do it, fine, but stop preying on kids. And those people are ignored, they're demonized, and they're accused of being transphobic. It's wrong. Springfield's Talk 104.1, I'm Nick Reed. Hear about it. Hear about I, know, it. I know I'm beating a dead horse here. Talk about it. Talk about but the it. hypocrisy and the double standards kind of unreal. On Springfield's Talk 1041. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Santa's Angels is underway. I know we've been talking about a lot of different things. We've got, uh, I think today is the uh, is the last day. If you are wanting to register to win tickets, Alton Brown, live at Juanita K for Performing Arts next Wednesday, text Alton to 417-447-KSGF. That's A-L-T-O-N. Uh, he is going to be performing live beyond the Eats, the holiday variant. Again, that is next Wednesday. Of course, you can always purchase tickets we have details how you can do that also at ksgf.com but if you do want to uh, register to win a free pair just text that all america um, uh, all american transmission talk and text line 447 ksgf and that'll get you entered it's as easy as that you'll know that you did it successfully because it'll kick you back a thing saying good job way to go but also at ksgf.com santa's angels this is a very important thing of course that we do every single year and it is done uh, to try and give kids a Christmas that they otherwise would not have. There are so many fantastic organizations that collect uh, donations and then they go hand them out. Uh, we try to do something a little extra. Uh, specifically, we are dealing with kids here who have, for many of them, never in their entire lives had anybody asked them, what do you want for Christmas? And so we try to add that component because you and I may not necessarily realize it, but for some, that would be the single greatest gift that they've ever had. It's something beyond a material or, you know, whether it's a want or a need, but that, that human connection. And so we have all of these kids, they, they get asked, if somebody asks you what you would want for Christmas, what would you say? And, and then we take that information and we put it on these paper ornaments that go on trees at some of our partner locations, and along with their first name and their age, and we ask that you adopt a kid or two if you'd like. Now, you don't have 
have to purchase every item on the list. But I, I do, you know, ask that you, at least one of them, because, again, part of the point is for them to realize, wow, somebody thought of me. Somebody picked me. Somebody listened to me and, and actually uh, you know, went out and, and purchased a, a Christmas gift for me. And that that's the gift that so many of them have never had. Uh, the four locations, Anchor Tactical Supply, A1 Custom Car Care, Crown Power and Equipment and Green County Freight and Food Sales. And if none of those locations are locations that off the top of your head you know how to locate, then go to ksgf.com and you can get uh, information as to their hours and their address. And, uh, of course, if you're driving right now, you may totally forget the locations anyhow. And that's where you go to ksgf.com. Santa's Angels, please help us out uh, so that we can make sure that none of these kids go without. We're live at Scramblers. It's the Friday Road Show sponsored by Affordable Towing. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Let's take a moment to learn what we're going to have weather-wise, shall we? This first alert forecast sponsored by St. Clair of the Ozarks. Home improvements, wind advisory till 6. It's going to be a cloudy day with a high of 62. Slight chance of overnight rain down to 28. Tomorrow mostly sunny, 43. And clouds on Sunday, 47. Speaking of clouds, Sarah Myers, everyone. Wow. Well, I was going to say sunshine, but I realized... <laughs> But then I realized that nowhere in that forecast was sunshine, so I, I don't know. I, walk, I I started down the path, and I thought, I can't turn back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't now I'm back. feeling cloudy. Oh, it was awful. Mar- but you know what will brighten my day? Oh, yeah. Yeah, what's that, Sarah Myers? A good, a good transition, and that's with uh, Bruce with Beatles Property Maintenance. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Did it's, you have a good Thanksgiving? I did. It was noisy. It was chaotic. It was... A whole lot of people in our not very big house, and uh, it, it gets loud. But we were all together from Wednesday until Saturday, and we just had a blast. That's so. great. Well, I didn't give anybody food poisoning, so that's a win in my hey. book. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I called you earlier this week, and you were underneath the house. Yeah, under houses happen sometimes. Yes, it does. What were you doing? Oh, I don't remember what I was doing that time. Yesterday, it was fixing some plumbing. Mm. So, yeah, I was under, over, and in yesterday. Wow. So, so what are you seeing typically this time of year? Uh, you know, this time of year, we haven't hit the really cold snap yet. Uh, if, if when we hit that first really, really bitter cold, then we'll start seeing some freezing. But right now, uh, it's just, uh, mostly, hey, don't forget you need to, we'll walk up to a house to do something and hey, your hose is still connected. You really need to take that off before you're paying us to come out in the spring to fix. We are really guilty of that, you know, because we live on a, a farm, so we yep. do have like a little tiny pool for our ducks. So yep. we haven't been filling it up as often, but the husband, he's really bad about forgetting to undo the hose once he fills it up. Well, I hope they don't fall asleep in the pool because then their feet would get frozen in the ice. Our dog, well, they're kind of stupid. They'll so they fly it away. <laughs> they fly it away. I mean, you ever seen that? By the way, how dare you dog your husband when he's not here to defend himself? <laughs> um, well, he's on vacation today, so he could be listening. Oh. Yeah. I'm he with you, Ryan. I'm he, with you. He could have come here for breakfast. Team? Yes. See? Because of what you texted about him and me last night while we were at Los Cabos. <laughs> I don't know why I wasn't invited. 
Oh my goodness. Well, uh, well also, I created a video of my ooh. house. Yes. So, right. I, if you haven't seen it yet, that is up at Nick Reed's Facebook page at 1041 Nick Reed. And I do like a little farmhouse tour. You know, Nick always gives me flack about how I say I live in a fixer upper farmhouse. Well, I, I gave a tour. It's not as terrible as he makes it sound, but I did show uh, my creepy crawl space. There and we go. Yeah, my bathroom and my dip in my kitchen floor that I'm going to have you guys come out and fix. So I'm really excited to yeah. have you. Well, I think we're coming out there next week to take a look at yes, it. Yes, I'm really, really excited. I'm excited to get on your schedule. Now, what does the scheduling process look like? So for us, if you call, when you call in, say, hey, I've, I've got an issue. Um, we set up, uh, they take down the information uh, that, uh, that they'll need. What are you needing done? Email address, all of that stuff. They set up, uh, they start that bid process. Usually uh, our on-site estimator, uh, which usually Kellen, will be out, uh, take a look at what's going on, uh, get pictures, get measurements, get all the details. He brings that back to the shop. The bidding team puts all that stuff together. They email you an estimate and say, hey, here it is. Um, you know, this is what we're looking at. This is the scope of work. This is the cost. And once you approve it, uh, then it goes over to Jeff, who handles all of our scheduling, and he'll be reaching out to set up a time to get in there and get it taken care of. Very good. I'm excited to go through that process. I mean, I've done it before, but (laughs) not on this large of a scale because we're going to do a couple different things this time. So So. I'm very excited to have you guys come out. Uh, Anything else that listeners need to know? Definitely. Uh, You know, you mentioned that I was under a house and Mm -hmm. then I was under another one yesterday. And I'm not under stuff very often unless it's really, really necessary. And uh, lately it's necessary because we have a good volume of work, but we need more good, qualified Oh, yes, employees. that is right. So we uh, we are recruiting people who are going to care about our people as or about our customers as much as we do. Um, so we're not just looking for somebody who's going to show up and just, you know, go through the motions, but we're really looking for people who are going to uh, take pride in their work, who are going to really, um, you know, want to be a part of the team. We're a little different. We don't have near the turnover that a lot of companies in our industry do uh, because we really take care of our people. There are a lot of things that we do to just, um, you know, we want to invest in them. We want to, we want to, we care about them deeply. We, we build relationships and uh, we get involved in their lives. And uh, so if you are, if you are in the trade, whether it's general labor, uh, all the way up to, to skilled in the trades, we probably have a spot open. So Give the office a call, 417-840-3330, or uh, they, you, you can connect to us even by going out just like they were needing work done. Go out to your to your endorsements page on KSGF and uh, reach out to us through the website or, or by calling the office. We would love to sit down and talk about your skill sets, what we have to offer, and go from there. Perfect. Well, I'll make sure to get that up on our website in multiple places. Bruce, I hope you have a good rest of your weekend. Hey, I intend to. It's going to be a good good weekend. There you go. Birthday parties for grandkids and oh, all of that. Oh, well, fun. that'll be fun. Hey, and if you're not busy tonight, come out to our happy hour, 4 to 6, Retro Metro. We like that. It's our Christmas party. Everyone's invited. That's right. You too. I guess I'll invite yourself. you. <laughs> you're going to have you too there? No. You too. Oh. Yeah, that's how it gets oh. started right there. Oh, great. Here that's we go. <laughs> All right. Have a good weekend. This is Sarah Myers with Springfield's Talk 1041. One of the characteristics that is consistent in totalitarian regimes is the powers that be, government, generally speaking, uh, 
convincing citizens to act as agents for the government, turn on each other, report on each other. We're very familiar with it when it comes to... There's so many different movies and portrayals of things that happen in socialist Germany under Hitler. And, of course, reporting on friends and neighbors for providing, you know, dangerous information, misinformation, uh, information that might uh, turn people against the government. And, uh, and you were a good citizen. You were doing good things, wonderful things, saving your country by reporting on those people. Uh, you know, even after the, the wall was built, East Germany was, was known for this. Of course, the Soviet Union... Um, all of the, the it's, it's a characteristic that is shared commonly, which leads me to this story. The federal government, ours, has awarded $5 million to a group of journalists called Hacks Hackers to develop software that will encourage Americans to confront their friends over harmful posts and, quote, quote correct misinformation by replying with text suggested by the software. The group is also organizing Wikipedia censors to determine who is a, quote, credible source when it comes to things like vaccines and block anyone else from being cited on the online encyclopedia. Job ads for the project do not require that applicants have any expertise in medicine whatsoever. The list is already taking shape on Wikipedia. The liberal outlets, such as the New York Times, Washington Post, Guardian, and The Atlantic, are all marked reliable, while conservative sites, such as the Daily Wire, Daily Mail, Epoch Times, and The Federalist are all classified as either unreliable or conspiracy. Now, this is particularly interesting, given that when it comes to the concept of the the COVID vaccines and COVID itself, that it is... Outlets like the Daily Wire, the Daily Mail, the Federalist, and so that from the very beginning were asking probing questions that turned out to be legitimate. While outfits like the New York Times, the Washington Post, the Guardian, the Atlantic were spreading what we now know is misinformation, such as the vaccine will stop you from getting COVID. The vaccine will stop you from spreading COVID. And so here you have this federally funded effort to determine whom it is that you should listen to, whom it is you shouldn't listen to. Those that they say are credible are the ones who have proven to not be credible. Those that they say are unreliable or a conspiracy, specifically in the context of COVID, are the ones who actually turn out to be right. The group led by Hacks Hackers received $5 million from the National Science Foundation, a.k.a. taxpayers, to develop the analysis and response toolkit of trust. Very, very Soviet-esque. It is a suite of expert-informed resources that are intended to provide guidance and encouragement to individuals and communities as they address contentious or difficult topics online, it said in October. Users are encouraged to paste in their friends' Twitter and Facebook posts, and the tools will tell them how harmful they are to society. 
Then it suggests relevant responses through tailored response examples or templates that the user should copy and paste as a reply, according to a video demonstrating the software. Quote, every day there are motivated citizens like librarians, health communicators, and amateur volunteers who engage with the misinformation that is posted by their peers and make efforts to share reliable information to empower their communities. So, again, this is one of the characteristics that is, has been consistent through authoritarian regimes, whether it's the socialist Germany uh, under Hitler or the Soviet Union or Cuba, uh, North Korea, China currently uh, as a communist state. And that is you know, appointing citizens that will mimic and regurgitate what the official line is from the power structure and utilize, recruit those individuals to report on fellow citizens and not necessarily even, like in this instance, report them to the government, but report them to the public at large so that you turn the citizens against one another, which, as we've seen historically, turns out to be one of the most effective ways to carry out human atrocities. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Sarah Meyer. I'm looking out the window at Scramblers right now, and it is incredibly windy out there. It is. Well, there's a wind advisor. Yeah. Well, if you find yourself walking out the door this morning and you've noticed some shingles that have made their way off of your roof, highly recommend giving my friends over at the Pyramid Roofing Company a call today. They can come out, give you a free estimate, get on your roof, and see exactly what is going on, what caused those shingles to, to fall off in the first place. Maybe you don't need a whole brand new roof. Maybe you need just a roof repair. Either way, the Pyramid Roofing Company can come out, get that free estimate, do that inspection, and get you on their schedule. Now, you can find all of the contact information for Josh and the Pyramid Roofing Company, as well as a video of the work that the Pyramid crew did on my roof. All of that's going to be housed at ksgf.com under the Sarah's Endorsements tab. Those of you who have had, I'm just going to mention this because it's a funny text, or I I found somebody posted this on social media and I sent it. Mark Long, Garage Experts, he's here with his crew. He's buying a breakfast this morning. And somebody had posted on social media breaking news today i used a piece of wood i kept in my garage since 2006 in case i might need it (laughs) that really one of the things about um having garage experts uh transform my garage is it forces you to get things out of there that you don't need any longer and you do you you, if if you have any ability to self-reflect you can't help but laugh at yourself that some of the i know i do i was like why did i even keep this stuff i have it has been in this box in this house for the nine years that we've lived here, uh, and but or ten years or however long. But it was in the box in the previous garage before I moved here, and it, it forces you to go through that stuff. And you do you convince yourself I may need that piece of wood. I haven't needed it in fifteen years, but I I need it tomorrow. Breitbart has a story about a um, a, a new survey that was released yesterday. It's the 2002 Reagan National Defense Survey, and it showed that only 48% of Americans have a great deal of trust and confidence in our military. Um, This is an increase of 3% since the organization's last fall 
or last survey in the fall of 2021. Uh, it's a significant drop since 2018 when 70% of Americans had high confidence in the military. The top reason cited for the loss of confidence was military leadership becoming overly politicized. Uh, it showed that 62% of respondents said military leadership was becoming overly politicized. Nearly 60% said the performance and competence of presidents as commanders-in-chief decreased their confidence in the military. 55% cited the performance and competence of the military's civilian leadership. Now, I, I think there's a, a couple of different components to this, and there is the politicized aspect of this. Uh, and And you hear it most profoundly from veterans who have kids currently serving in the military. Uh, that's when, when this subject matter comes up, that is who I get the most feedback from people who were in the military once upon a time before and their kids are serving in it now. And so they relay to them what's going on. And I mean, they're just crestfallen and devastated at, at what a travesty our military has become. In addition to that, you do have debacles like Afghanistan. As I've noted before, however, the real danger to the morale of those who serve and the perception America has of the military and the world isn't so much Afghanistan itself, but it was our reaction to it as a country, and that was acceptance. That is good enough for us. And that was demonstrated by not only keeping everyone who was part of that decision-making and execution on, on board, but praising them as being a success. I mean, you had Kirby just earlier this week claiming that countries like China and Russia were uh, in, they didn't say in awe, they were, um, I forget the word that they used, but essentially in awe of what a wonderful job we did with Afghanistan in the withdrawal. And that was in the face of a Department of Defense report that showed China used that disaster in order to further diminish the credibility of the United States in the eyes of the rest of the world and other world leaders. And they're just, they go out there and they, they deny what everybody else recognizes. And when you, you know, things happen, accidents happen, mistakes happen, disasters happen. But when you're in charge and you say, all right, this was a screw-up, we recognize it, and the people who are responsible for uh, that screw-up, they are gone because that outcome was not acceptable. As a, as a country, we can do and have done much better. That comes nowhere near the American standards that are required, not just expected, but required. And so we are getting out everyone and we are getting new people in in order to make sure that we are the America that we can be and that we are. But instead of that saying, no, that job was fantastic, that was wonderful. If you have somebody come to your home and they are going to be working on your roof, and you've got somebody that comes and, and the next day, after they're finished, it rains and your roof leaks, and they come back and they're like, you know what? First off, the person who was in charge of that job, they're gone. Because this is not our standard at all. We, were, we apologize for that. We've gotten rid of the people responsible for it, and we are going to make sure that that never happens again. Now, that gives you confidence in that company. 
If, on the other hand, you hire somebody to fix your roof and they say they're done and they did a great job, and the next day it rains and water comes pouring through and you call them and they say, what are you talking about? We did a great job. I mean, everyone, look at our reviews. Everyone says we're fantastic. What confidence does that give you in that company? And that's how our government is behaving when it comes to our military. You cannot behave in that manner and expect the American people to be impressed. Because what? Because the leadership from the commander-in-chief to, to Lloyd Austin to all of these others that had a hand in what occurred in Afghanistan, and this is aside from all the critical race theory crap that's going on, but, but in all of that, and you, you do that, and then you tell all of us that you think that that's fantastic, you're pleased with that, that that is the, the that's not just like a C, that's an A in your mind. Yeah, you lose a lot of credibility with the American people. And then in addition to that, the denial. When it comes to issues like critical race theory and their claim is that, well, this makes our military stronger. When we focus on transgender issues, when we focus on race issues, that that push for diversity makes us stronger, really. Is that why we have record low recruitment? Is that why there is this massive drought of new recruits? Why it's code red alert when it comes to recruitment for the military? This refusal to acknowledge the reality of their actions and instead live in la-la land is another reason why you lose credibility with the American people. And unfortunately, the rest of the world sees it. And when you are a military that is supposed to protect and you lose credibility, that is a national security issue. Springfield's Talk 1041. i I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. And with the holidays, you're hosting people in your home or you're being hosted in others. It's a time we do a lot of evaluation as to our own homes. We need a bigger one, a smaller one. It's a time to upsize, downsize. Emily Johnson, House Theory Realty, for all of those needs. I'm telling you, she is the best personal advocate, personal assistant. I mean, yep, I just... You're just going to trust me on this one. Or read the reviews of so many others, Emily Johnson, House Theory Realty, whether it's her Facebook page or anywhere else, and you're going to find uh, what it is that you need for the absolute best in the area for home buying and selling. That's Emily Johnson, House Theory Realty. All right, keep listening throughout the day and, and keep in tune with us on Facebook, Nick's Favorite Things. We're going to be checking in from area local businesses uh, when it comes to Christmas, Christmas item ideas, so forth. And we're going to wrap up our KSGF Christmas party happy hour, which you are invited to 4 to 6 uh, at Retro Metro this afternoon. In the meantime, Glenn Beck's next. I'm Nick Reed. Swing your and round, 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 round.